Welcome to Air Crash Investigation, the podcast. The show we dissect all things air crashes. I am your host, Zonaka Kimbale, and in our second to last episode before the end of the season, we will be talking about Pan Am Flight 103, the crew, the crash, the investigation. But before we continue, do not forget to follow us on the platform that you are listening to us on and subscribe to our YouTube channel called A Crash Investigation, the podcast. So with that out of the way, let us get into this episode. It's 8.52 here in New York. I'm Brian Gumbel. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. U.S. Airways plane loses power and then makes an emergency landing on the Hudson River. The mystery of Malaysian Airlines Flight 37, one of the largest and safest passenger jets ever made, simply disappears off the road. They're flying through this uh, flight level 100, which is 10,000 feet. I think that was a point where we went from, we have some time to figure this thing out to like, we might not be able to save us ourselves. Pan Am Flight 103, Clipper Flight 103, or Clipper Made of the Seas, was a scheduled flight for the 21st of December 1988. Its origin was Frankfurt International Airport, Frankfurt, West Germany, or Germany. And the reason why I'm going to be saying West Germany is because this flight took place during the Cold War and during the division of Germany. Pan Am Flight 103's destination was Detroit Metropolitan Airport, Michigan, the United States, with two stopovers at Heathrow Airport, London, the United Kingdom, and JFK International Airport, New York City, the United States, respectively. The aeroplane used was the Boeing 747-121. The crew and passengers. The captain of Pan Am Flight 103 was James B. Macquarie, who was 55 years old at the time of the crash. In total, he obtained 10,910 flight hours with 4,107 hours on the Boeing 747. The first officer of this flight was Raymond R. Wagner. First officer Wagner was 52 years old at the time of the crash. He obtained 11,855 flight hours with 5,517 of those hours on the Boeing 747. The flight engineer was Jerry D. Averitt, who was 46 years old at the time of the crash. In total, flight engineer Averitt obtained 8,068 flight hours, with 417 of those hours on the Boeing 747. There were 243 passengers on board, with majority of them being American, who were heading home for Christmas. There were also 13 flight attendants. Now, before we continue, I would like to talk about an event that occurred plus minus three months before this flight took place. So, on the 26th of October 1988, the West German police were following two suspicious men in Düsseldorf. Since they were looking suspicious, the police decided to arrest these two men. After this, they decided to search the men's car and apartment. And what they found was shocking. The German police found several passports, an arsenal of weapons, and a radio. Now this radio. When the investigators opened the radio, they found it filled with explosives and a barometric timer. A barometric timer or barometer is a device that is used to measure atmospheric pressure and altitude. The timer goes off when the timer itself goes higher or above sea level. 
Now, through this discovery, the investigators concluded that the radio was supposed to go on a civilian aeroplane. As a result, the two men were investigated further, and these two men were Halfez Dakamoni and Marwan Krishat. Turns out, these two men worked for the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, aka a terrorist group. Hafez Dalkamoni was responsible for shipping dangerous weapons to Syria and Lebanon, whilst Marwan Krishat was the bomb maker. Throughout his quote-unquote bombing career, he made a bomb that made its way onto an aeroplane and it exploded on board. So the threat was destroyed, right? We will find out later. The flight. Pan Am Flight 103 took off from Frankfurt International Airport at 25 minutes past 6 p.m. The flight was going normal with it leveling off at 31,000 feet or 9,448,8 meters. They were cruising for about 7 minutes with no problems until Pan Am Flight 103 disappeared from the air traffic control's radar. The air traffic controller then tried to communicate with Pan Am Flight 103 but failed to do so. So where is Pan Am Flight 103? Pan Am Flight 103 was falling from the sky and coming apart piece by piece. The nose of the aeroplane was separated and then landed on a hill in a little town called Thundergarth. The rest of the plane crashed in a little residential town called Lockerbie in Scotland. Everyone on board, including the pilots and flight attendants, had perished. Furthermore, 11 more people on the ground were killed. The investigation. Two investigations were opened by the Air Accidents Investigation Branch, or AAIB, of the United Kingdom and the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or the FBI, of the United States. The first investigation was to find the cause of the crash, and the second one was a criminal inquiry. So, the day after the crash, the investigators finally saw the crash site in its entirety. The crash site spread over 2,000 square kilometers or 772,204 square miles. In total, 4 million pieces of the wreckage were collected by the AAIB. The AAIB investigators reconstructed the aeroplane and when they were done, there was a 20-inch or 510-millimeter hole by the cargo hold. They further examined the baggage that was the closest to the hole, and this baggage had some black residue and was damaged severely. As a result, they took the baggage for testing. Turns out, this baggage had residue of materials that are in explosives. Libyan national Abdel Basset al-Megari was found guilty of putting the bomb on board Pan Am Flight 103. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. However, in 2009, he was released and sent back to his home country of Libya. Eventually, Abdel Basset al-Megari died in 2012 of prostate cancer. The reason why this bombing took place. There was a lot of tension between the United States and Libya. And because Pan Am Flight 103 had so many American passengers on board, it probably was retaliation by the Libyans to the Americans because the Americans allegedly had Muha Gaddafi's daughter murdered. The safety recommendations. 
So here are the two main recommendations that were set out by the AAIB. Number one, there should be more security checks at airports. And number two, engineers should make aircraft structures that are more tolerant to the damage of in-flight explosions. And that is the end of today's episode. I really do hope that you enjoy it. This is the second to last episode before we go on a week's hiatus so that we can just try and make things a little bit better and all of that do not forget to follow us on the platform that you're listening to us on subscribe to our youtube channel more things bigger and better things are coming on that youtube channel and yes thank you so much for listening once again and i'll catch you in the next one cheers